You have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Stay hungry. Stay hungry, stay foolish. This is the e-commerce all-stars podcast brought to you with heart by Nadimo.com. Hey everyone, thanks for joining today's podcast with your host Brandon Moskva, that's me, and my color commentator, my son, my two-year-old, who you may hear from time to time. He's enjoying some finger painting in the other room, so we may hear some exciting uh, cheers, um, but we can always say that those are for my next guest, who is who is Tom Curran. Um, he's got uh, Chemco. Is it uh, Chemco? International. International, right. Okay. Um, and he's he's selling on Amazon, eBay, uh, the diff- major marketplaces, as well as on a couple different websites. So I wanted to talk to him today and uh, pick his brain. So thanks for being on the show, Tom. Oh, welcome. Thank you. Uh, so I guess the biggest thing is I know you've got you kind of got your fingers in a lot of different things. So I was hoping you could share with the listeners a little bit more about uh, the businesses that you're that you're involved in right now. Yes, uh, no problem. We have a um, we have a, two businesses. We have a bicycle business. We make bicycle wheels, high performance bicycle wheels uh, in China and Taiwan. We sell OE and aftermarket. We're selling about thirty thousand or manufacturing about thirty thousand wheels a month. Um, and then we, we source all kinds of other products for other companies. We're like a trading company. And we inherited about five years ago a level business. We were doing all the sourcing, and we ended up taking that company over. And we make a, a torpedo industrial level CNC for, for the trade market. And that's basically our business. And how, uh, I guess the first question there is how would people be able to get a hold of you? I'll ask you again at the end for those who listen all the way through. Oh, but. our website is uh, www.veltausa.com, and that's for our bicycle business. And uh, our, for our level business, it's Checkpoint Levels. Uh, that's checkpointlevels.com. And um, you can get a hold of me anytime. My email address is uh, chemcode. Ken at AOL.com or Tom at ChemcoGroup.com. Those two email addresses. Awesome. Um, so how did you get started? Um, and can you tell well, us I've a little bit more about it? I've been in the bicycle business uh, since I was 12 years old, and I'm 59 years old. And I've had two jobs in, in, in my career. I started an uncle's bike shop, and... Uh, after I graduated from high school, I went to work for a French company called Peugeot Bicycles, and I, I worked there for 17 years and ended up running the, the, the West Coast Division. And then uh, a company called Darby Cycle, who owned Raleigh, and another, a company in Southern California called West Coast Cycle, bought all the assets from the company, and uh, I was transferred to uh, Washington State and became uh, running the the purchasing and product development for for the Raleigh and Diamondback brands, and uh, I ended up becoming president of the company, and I stayed there until 2003 when I decided to go on my own and started my own business. And I worked with a, a partner of mine. I worked with at the at the Darby Group, and uh, uh, that's where I am today. <laughs> 
And I'm sure it's all been amazing. No problems, no struggles, or anything like that. They, oh, it's been. It's <laughs> well, we, we used to manufacture here in Seattle, and we used to build almost a half a million bikes a year. And and when you're when you when everything has to be sourced because nothing in the bicycle industry is really made in America anymore, you're missing one part, and your production line shut down. So it was a really challenging part of our business. But as the economy changed and, and all the, the cost of Chinese product come down, uh, it wasn't affordable to make bikes. There's there's really only one bicycle company that's really left in America, and it's it's Worksman. They've been making bikes since the 1930s, and it's more industrial bikes. So you're doing most of your sourcing. I mean, we've talked before, and I know that you – you do a lot of international sourcing uh, for your products. Is that the bulk of where you're getting it? Is from China, and and how do you uh, China and China and Taiwan? Uh, I would say 80% of our business now is in China and 20% in Taiwan. Uh, our customer base is is uh, Latin and South America and the USA and Canada. It's a little difficult to sell Chinese product in in Europe because of the anti-dumping they put on. So the European companies in the bicycle business end up going to Malaysia, Vietnam, other areas where they can they don't have to pay the dumping duty, and the dumping duties could range anywhere from twenty five to fifty percent duties. Oh wow, yeah, that would <laughs> that would make it difficult to do business over there. Um, you're also one of those guys that's always looking for for uh, different things because I know you you started. Bringing in uh, what are they called the uh, stop a flat tires, and I know that you. Yeah, I'm, I'm still doing the stop a flat. I, one of my um, it was a, this is one of my errors I made in in, in business. Uh, he he was a partner in a, a biodegradable flower pot company. It's flower pots that look like plastic that will disintegrate or biodegrade in the ground, so you don't have to actually replant them. You just crack the pot, you put it in the dirt, and within two years, it goes away. And uh, I thought I could sell, build a website and sell these online, and and uh, it it was a disaster. One, the cost of shipping for just a flower pot was quite expensive. I didn't really realize that. And two, uh, it's just the sales just weren't there. Yeah, you keep asking me. Anytime we ever talk to you, you're always asking me, do you know any way we can dump these? Flower pot. I actually gave I actually gave them I I tried to give them away, and I ended up taking them to the dump. No one even want them for free. Oh seriously? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. that was a bad. That was a. In fact, I actually negotiated a bunch of motocross motorcycle parts that my business partners taken over to pay off the bill with my Chinese partner. <laughs> I'm bartering motorcycle parts for him. <laughs> Uh, so how do you go about, uh, I mean, do you have specific suppliers already lined up in China, and how did you the, go about the, either the finding them? Or... Yeah, the, the bicycle business is, is um, a small industry, uh, It's and it's a relationship business. And most of the suppliers I've been doing business with for more than 20 years, uh, uh, I've known people more than 30 years. It's It's a relationship business. I go back to the same people. Uh, and it's and once you build a relationship, you got all their support, and they're trying to they're just as is, is anxious as you are to do business. It's just a, it's a win-win for both. Yeah, I think actually, I mean, I love that about, I mean, 
about business in general is building that relationship. I think it's important in, in so many different levels, not just absolutely in the bicycle business necessarily. I mean, you and I have known each other for some time now, and we've kind of grown to get to know each other, and I think that helps as well. Um, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. my, my goal is to help you be successful in any way I can, and, and I look forward to, to helping you. And, and I think it's, I've seen a lot of people out there that just have that, uh, have ongoing success because of the relationships that they're building. Well, it's the same thing when I when I when you and I started working together. I, I went through two other person people companies that tried to set me up, and there's so much different software and apps and and for a person like myself who's just a regular businessman, I don't understand the e-commerce side of that and learning it. Uh, I I got. It cost me money because I I went the wrong direction in, in some areas, um, and now when you came on board, we 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 worked with Magenta. We've we've worked out and organized everything, and I have a, a pretty good site that I'm really happy with, and and I'm my sales are growing. Oh, that's awesome to hear. I love that. Um, thanks. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and, and 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 you know the the key is is working getting someone who's actually smarter than you and that knows the ins and outs of it, and that's that's a, that's that's the most important thing. As I as I came to you, I, I we're switching our company now. We have a Sage 100, which is a very very powerful, uh, I would say mid to high end uh, accounting system, which is way over what we need. And we're switching to QuickBooks. So I've come, I've, I've reached out to a lot of my vendors and friends, saying, "Hey, do you have any sources where we can actually help us get get involved?" Which you you did help me on that, and I'm actually uh, communicating with that person, and hopefully we can work something out where she can help me build uh, my uh, accounting system. Yeah, that's one of the things I like, and that goes back to what you're talking about with the you know the the relationships because as you build those relationships in business then that stems outwards and everybody knows everybody knows somebody and and so if once you get you know your good core group of people that you can trust and rely on and, and you're asking them for any references or whatnot then you tend to be meeting with good good reliable resources over time but uh, unfortunately getting there sometimes is a challenge uh, yeah and, yeah. and that's the biggest. As you, you and I discussed before, I mean, I was since I'm a, I sell mainly to distributors, and our business model's changing, and we're we're now selling dealer to dealers and consumers on our websites. I went from getting maybe 30 orders a month to 300 orders a month, and that's a lot harder to handle when you're doing it manually, especially when the when your internet orders are. Uh, usually one item at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, now you use different channels of sale for sales other than just your website. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, how you're working with? Like, I think it's Amazon is one of your bigger ones, is it not? Yes, I, I, I I'm a, a on our level business. We are a, a vendor in Amazon's Vendor Central, so they stock all of our product in their warehouses. Um, they're, um, it's challenging, uh, because you have to use their system and there's no communication as far as verbal communication. Everything's done by email. 
Um, I actually, to get the business going, I hired a consultant, and uh, he basically runs that part of the business for me. I pay him a monthly fee, small fee to run it, and he handles all the issues where if I have chargebacks or we're making mistakes on on the, the shipping labels, whatever, they they take care of it. They help us out, and and it's it's just a, another source that helps us, so I don't have to hire more people. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know that. And then uh, of course, and then and then I sell. I have two eBay stores, and uh, that's where a lot of my business is. I sell a lot of. Uh, I get a lot of closeout opportunities from the Far East, where bike bike manufacturers have. Uh, excess material. This week alone, I've had almost three hundred thousand dollars worth of componentry they send to me and wanted me to try to find a home to liquidate this stuff. So I deal with quite a, a few of the big eBay boys, and that's understand why I I really fascinated with eBay. So um, I have the two stores, but I have customers that do almost three or four hundred thousand dollars a month in the bicycle area just in on on eBay. And so uh, when these closeouts come around, it's an opportunity for me to, to, to sell all this stuff. Yeah, well, I wasn't aware that you're doing so much on eBay. That's pretty neat. Um, I've talked to a few yeah, people. We're, we're, yeah, we're, our, our business, we're, we're probably averaging about 10000 a month, but, but I'm selling the closeouts to these big eBay customers, and they have, it's amazing uh, the sales that are going on in that, in that area. E-commerce is growing in the bicycle industry. That's cool. Well, that's then you're in the right place, aren't you? <laughs> well, if you in, in the last year you had uh, Giant Bicycles, Specialized, uh, Trek, uh, Raleigh, they're all selling direct to the consumer now. So you can go to their website. You don't have to go buy it at a bike shop. They'll deliver it at the bike shop, but yeah, they're they're just op- just another opportunity to get more sales. And that's the thing about what you're doing too now is you're selling B2B, so you're selling to the de- uh, the dealers, but you're also selling direct to consumer, and, and yes, so you're seeing that direct to consumer is picking up for you now. Then is that what you're saying? Yes. Awesome. Yes. What I'm I'm just I've done the consumer for five years. I just started two years ago trying to get the dealers to to buy. And um, where the challenging part, as we discussed earlier, is you know, the shipping, the the shipping costs and the shipping terms. Uh, in the bicycle business, most distributors uh, ship to the dealers for free shipping over a certain dollar amount. And then, of course, other items that are a little larger, you have to put different terms in because you got to you got to pay for over oversized. Like all of our bicycle wheels, we ship UPS. But they're in an oversized box, so we have to pay a premium for it. So we're always looking to find ways to save money. Right. Yeah, that that would that is definitely a challenge. I know that you and I have come up against what, like in just trying to figure out how to set up the sites to uh, handle the different shipping requirements for you because because of the oversized. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, definitely, I've seen the challenge on that and. Uh, from from my side, but um, do you have any recommendations for people that you from things you've learned in regards to you know how do you handle oversized or that sort of thing? No, I well, actually I've I've just gone to UPS and said what can I do to save my costs? What can I do? What can I? And they have actually helped me design a box that was more efficient 
but but uh, same cost, but I had less damage on the wheels. That was the key. Besides mm-hmm. the cost, you don't want to have a wheel that gets all bent up and damaged when it gets there. Well, no, of course not. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about the, uh, not necessarily just UPS, but the shipping, uh, the courier companies out there and their willingness to work with you and trying to manage your costs or, or like you just said. I have not heard of them doing what you just said, which is, you know, fabricating a box that's specific for your product, and that's pretty cool. The the, the future right now is, is it's, a, it's an issue that I'm struggling with, is the Chinese government has and the U.S. government have basically put a, a, a shipping, a lower cost shipping terms for people who want to start selling on eBay or Amazon or whatever, and selling it, shipping it from from China to the USA. And it's called a, it's a it's a it's a service called EPAC. So I've had my people in China looking into that. Because I, I would love not to warehouse my product in America. I like to have everything shipped from China, and they and they they claim they ship from China to anywhere in the United States within ten days. So I'm really looking into that because that could be a big future for for my business. I could just store everything in China and not have to pay for it until I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed as to having now, it in your warehouse now. Yeah, yeah, as it is now, I have to ship it, pay the shipping. I have to pay the, on my, all my bicycle wheels. There's ten percent import duty, so you know you pay three thousand dollars to ship the container, and you got to pay another ten percent duty on top of it, and then you got to sit in your warehouse until you until sh- you sell them. Where I could just put everything in, have the factory send when they when right away, because we always have a little bit of inventory in China, not a, not a container loads. But I can hold a small quantity there and cover my internet orders. So I'm looking into that. That that's could be a win for us. Well, that's awesome. Uh, do you have any final thoughts or any uh, kind of words of wisdom or recommendations for the? Well, uh, you, 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 you asked for you, with your comment on your sheet. You said one of my biggest mistakes. Yeah. And I thought it was quite comical. I wanted to tell everyone my com- my biggest mistake was. I tried to do Google ads without really understanding the program. And when I set up my budget, I went through close to $1,000 in one day <laughs> for pay-per-click. So it was a really costly mistake for me, but I learned I learned not to do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's funny that you bring that up because I've had conversations with a number of people, and they always tell me, and I've done it myself, I've, I've spent a ton of money on pay-per-click, and then it just – you just watch it go out the door, and you never see. It and come nothing, back. and no, no, inv- no impact at all. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But on the same vein, and I'm not going to bash it because I do know that it does work. Um, it's just a matter it, of getting the right people involved to exactly, know how to exactly. do that for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I don't have anything else. I just know it was great. Oh. It was really enjoyable doing this. Awesome, and I appreciate you being on the call. It was uh, it was a lot of good little tidbits of information for everybody, and it was uh, always nice talking to you. So thanks again for joining right, us any, today. No problem. Anytime, uh, anything, let me know. Thank you. No problem. You have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. 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 Foolish. 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 Stay hungry.
Stay hungry, stay foolish. This is the e-commerce all-stars podcast brought to you with heart by nadimo.com.